manifest destiny. Maddox or Jordan Flegel, Big Dog Ball Talk. You already know what it is. <laughs> We're late. I don't care. That's all right. Uh, but Jordan, seriously, manifest destiny. I don't know if I'm using this term correctly. Uh, or actually, I don't know. Would you? What do you? Do you, do you believe in dreams? Do you think they have a message? Do you think they have meaning? Manifest I don't know, maybe. destiny. Wasn't that the the that Canada was going to join the U.S. or that was like a? I hope not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, I'm going to. I'm, I'm taking. This was years I'm ago. Years the ago. Phrase. I'm taking the phrase back. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah. What, what do you think about dreams? Do you think they really mean anything, man? Do you think that uh, if, I if you can dream see this going a lot of different ways? I'm scared to answer. Uh. You know, I don't actually dream that much. But uh, are you talking about physical dreams at at, at night when you sleep, or or real dreams like you know aspirations? Like a dream when you're sleeping. Okay. Uh, what do I feel about them? Uh, yeah, you know what? I they're they're fun when they happen, but honestly, for me, they're pretty pretty rare. Uh, I don't really get nightmares, night terrors, like ah, anything like that. It's, uh, it's I, I'm pretty tame, pretty tame, uh, and seem pretty meaningless. Uh, what about you, Matt? Do, uh, do you dream? Well, oh, I dream fairly often. Do I remember my dreams? Okay. No. I don't remember oh. them, but uh, you then know, how do I, you I know? Do, I do have them. Well, I remember some of them, so that's the thing. Okay. So I, I, I never really have dreams, even though you know it's. I think maybe it's because I don't want to take my work home with me, uh, or something like yeah. that. Um, but so I don't really dream in sports very often. But a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, I don't know. My timelines are all washy, but I think it would have been one. <laughs> but it would have been after our last podcast uh, last week, and uh, you know, I, I had a dream. That the Indiana Pacers made the Eastern Conference Finals. What? But they Weird. but they hang on to everybody. They hung on to everybody. No trades, no nothing. So uh, wow. if anyone's out there, I think I'm, I'm putting my foot down right now. The, wow. The Pacers are going to make the Eastern Conference Finals, <laughs> and they just hit <laughs> oh that buzzer beater wow. over the uh, the Lakers last yes. night. Uh, yes. Crazy shot. Uh, so I, I'm sold. Uh, I, I mean, my brain obviously knows something that the rest of the world doesn't, uh, but it's keeping that in there. Like I would never have guessed they would make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I would think that's a horrible take to sit on, but. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it out, I guess. Well, you know what, Matt? I I really wanted to center in on the Pacers. Uh, you know, spoiler alert ahead for everyone. We've got trivia back again this week, mm-hmm. uh, and there'll be a, a a Pacers questions for you, Matt. So you, this isn't the last time uh, you'll get to talk about the Pacers today. But I love it. I love that uh, you know bold prediction based on the dream. Uh, you know, I mean, if you if, if you didn't know anything about them right now, you're just looking at them. They're they're right in the thick of it. Uh, better than oh, yeah. anyone thought they were doing. So uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's a good call. It's a good call. My 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 brain's seen enough. Uh, yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. Here we go. Um, but today we're gonna switch things up. We're getting funky with it. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna chalk yeah. that slide and that uh, little pup. Jordan Flegel, he's going to be taking the reins right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's going to be uh, segueing us to the segues. Uh, Jordan, let's get us started, man. Uh, what what, what go. are we going to talk about first, man? What are you feeling like? Ooh, I have so much power. I feel like you, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, you do a lot Matt, of crazy I've, things I've here. I've got two little dogs. Uh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Cha, cha, cha. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, um, okay. So, Matt, first thing I definitely wanted to go over, it's, a, it's pretty much officially the... Uh, the halfway point of the season here. Or sorry, uh, quarter of the way. Yeah, halfway say, to halfway. Like, Holy shit! How long is this? Yeah, we're zooming along. Um, quarter way, quarter mark of the season. Most teams have played around twenty games, and so you know, uh, people are talking about MVP. I still think it's a little bit too early, to be honest with you. But I, I felt like we had to, you know, make our mark here in this conversation mm-hmm. somewhere. So I want to know who your M- what your MVP MVP ballot looks like quarter of the way through the season here, Matt. And that's top five. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go back and forth? Do you want to give me your full list? Or do you want to do... I, I feel like we should kind of do what we did for, uh, you know, a while ago when we each gave our five, then our four, and it goes back and forth. What sure, do you think? Yeah, you that want, works you, for me. You want to kick uh, it off? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll start it up. And, uh, you know, I have him as number five because I just feel still, I don't know, there's something about him. Like, I think he's more a really good team and a good system. And I've had this conversation on the podcast with you before. Um, but uh, number five for the MVP race, I got Devin Booker, Booker D. Uh, he, he, you know, Booker D. One, one, one of the best teams in the league. Uh, he's putting up really great numbers. Uh, and without Chris Paul there, they've been able to sustain that number one seed. And, you know, a lot of that should be the, to the credit of Devin Booker. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, I will value winning. You know, everybody who's listening to this podcast from last season knows that I value winning uh, when it comes to any kind of MVP voting, even all-star voting, I'll, uh, I'll value winning. Uh, and I, I think that, you know, I would be remiss to not have him included in here. Uh, but yeah. I have four guys that I think their individual talents uh, make a much bigger impact on their team than uh, what Devin Booker provides. So I have him at number five, but uh, you know Devin Booker, he having a really great season, uh, and I I don't want to take anything away from that guy. Uh, but yeah. yeah, number number five right now. Yeah, guess who my number five is, Matt? Devin Booker. Yeah, nice. Let's go. Yeah, I agree with you 100. I mean, Devin, uh, like he, he's he's the main reason they're still you know number one in the West because mm-hmm. like you touched on lots of people have missed time the whole fucking uh, you know Crowder situation uh, then Johnson going down Chris Paul missing time like he's he's been there along with Mikhail Bridges those two have played every single game played and started every single game uh, you yep. know for the Suns this year uh, and he's he's really sort of you, you know. Book is kind of gaining that reputa- reputation of being kind of like an Iron Man, like a guy who will play every game and play through mm-hmm. shit. And I don't think uh, people would have assumed that, you know, the way his career kind of started out with all the losing and, you know, the the talk that he was kind of a guy who put up good stats on a, you know, bad team. Like, he's really, I think, turned the, you know, tide on and on how people sort of view him. Uh, and, yeah. and he's got more of an, you know, he's 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 an all-around player too like he scores but he's you know up there six assists per game mm-hmm. uh five and a half five pounds per game you know he's he's uh, i've talked about a lot about how much of an you know a, a much of a better defender he has gotten you know ever since they they went on that deep run uh like he he can defend you're not going to go and you're not you're not going to make a fool of devin booker uh you know like you can some of the other kind of smaller uh guards in the league like he's gonna he's gonna play solid defense um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, all around, you know, 47% from the field, which is good from someone who, you know, takes as many tough shots as he does. 35% from three, you know, that's not great, but for for a star on the volume that he takes, that's that's pretty average. And, and, and yeah, I think he's just, you know, he, he's the, the head of the snake for this this team so far this year, uh, for sure. So so good pick, Matt, at number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go I'll go to mine. Yeah. Number four. Uh, I've got uh, Jason Tatum. At my number Ooh. four spot, Ooh. which probably might be a little uh, low for uh, for for some people's likings, but the thing is, I, I just think more than other guys, and I know this is kind of like a classic thing to do, but I I don't want to be punishing Tatum for having a good team around him, but there's other guys who have really contributed to the Celtics' success this year, and you know Jalen uh-huh. Brown's been great. They obviously have you know a bunch of other really really good contributing role players like they brought over brogdon who's been you know fit in seamlessly they've still got you know smart and and all these other guys and i know they're missing guys too obviously you know without time lord mm-hmm. um and you know they've, they've they've dealt with other injuries but uh 
as good as Jason Tatum has been, clearly, obviously, far and away the best player on this team, and making my top top five here. Like he's he's no slouch. He's been absolutely incredible. Um, yep. I just you know compared to my other three that guys that I have ahead of him, he's got you know other guys who can sort of carry the load on, on nights when he's off, uh, you know, mainly mainly Jalen Brown and, you know, Marcus Smart not having the greatest year, but he's still out there and he's still like the kind of the emotional leader of this team. Um, and, you know, again, not I, I don't want to be taking away from Tatum too much, but the Celtics are just so good. And last mm-hmm. year they showed what they can do, you know, at full strength defensively. And this year they're really showing you, uh, you know, they've got some, you know, with with Missoula at the helm now, like they've they've got their first in offensive rating. Uh, you know, they, yeah. they're 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 killing it offensively now. That's Tatum's what you said always, you to do. Well, exactly. You wanted we're to play some offense now. Yeah. And, you know, Tatum's obviously the biggest part and the biggest reason for that, you know, rating and that, you know, killer offense. Uh, but again, they've they've got guys who can move the ball. They've got great stuff uh, sort of going on around him. So so yeah, as as good as he's been, I just couldn't you know put him a, ahead of these these next three guys that I'll get to, uh, and a big part of that is just because yeah, the the Celtics they they've got so many other weapons uh, as well that they can rely on. But Tatum, I've got him at, at number four. Yeah, uh, I will. I'm not, I, I'm, I'll I won't be getting to him quite yet uh, <laughs> to to show my hand. But uh, I, I for my number four, I got a guy. Uh, you know, he's actually been battled through. He, he rushed. With it. it was kind of crazy. He was supposed to be like week to week. And then I swear he missed like one game. Uh, and again, he's uh, all, all highlights all over the place every single week, uh, every single day, uh, you know, that he suits up for the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant, number four uh for me you know again they're still in the the, the top yep. the top the upper echelon of uh of the western conference and you know everything runs through jaw uh yep. you know he's he's the big dog on that team no one's ever gonna question that uh you know desmond yep. bain uh you know he, he went down with some injury and jaw still continued to you know carry the team on his back they've they played well through a lot of adversity and and again he just does a lot of insane things on the basketball court, which I think if you are going to have an MVP season, you have to have those moments. You have to have yeah, like yeah. crazy highlights oh, yeah. that people can go back and be like, okay, here's his MVP season like mixtape. That's why it's like there's some guys who've won MVP that it's almost like, oh, well, that's kind of underwhelming. Like you didn't do anything. Like even like not to take away from him, I mean like even Jokic, like there's not really like, you know, besides yeah, he a couple didn't dunk on anybody. every year. Yeah, I mean, like his his highlight tape is not nearly as crazy as like you know like maybe like uh like I don't know like a Miami Heat Lebron or something you know like it's yeah. a it's a totally different ball game. So uh, regardless, you know, Jaw keeps getting better at pretty much every uh, aspect of the game. The Grizzlies keep uh, you know looking like they could be contenders in the West, and uh, it's all part and uh, due to Jaw's uh, pretty amazing plays. So, oh uh, yeah, Jaw Morant number four for my uh, my MVP battle right now, uh, and then number three for me. Is a guy I just mentioned, uh, you know the the big passer, uh, right down in the middle, Nikola Jokic, number three. Uh, the I mean the Nuggets look as good as you know we kind of thought they should look this year yeah. with everybody being healthy. Uh, you know Jamal Murray kind of playing an MPJ rolling into form. Uh, you know still not looking as nice as they could be, but uh, you know when you think about the fact that you know right now I believe they're second in the Western Conference. Uh, that that's all due all due to Jokic. Uh, yeah. Last season yeah, yeah, he yeah. proved it. You know, getting them into the, that sixth seed, like he is uh, the driving force in this team. Without him, like 
who knows if this is even a team in the play-in right now. Uh, yeah. You know, he, yeah. he does so much for his team, even defensively. I think at this point, like, people, I think it's I think it's just because he's, like, kind of chunky and slow. People assume <laughs> that means, must mean he's a bad defender. Like, no, yeah. he's not athletic, but he can get, he, can, he knows how to position himself. He can get his hands in the lanes. He can, uh, you know, he can block a couple shots here and there with the four-inch vert. Yeah. Uh, like, he, yeah. he, he's serviceable <laughs> on defense. Uh, so I, I would say he's still pretty. He's, he's a good two way uh, two way center, and uh, I mean, of course, he's one of the best offensive centers we've ever seen. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm the I, I I don't know if I I would want to give him a three peat. Uh, that just kind of doesn't really happen anymore. But uh, you know, uh, Jokic is definitely up there for uh, his third MVP in a row. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, Matt, Jaw and Jokic neither on my list. They're both right out of Whoa. my top five. Right, wow. right, knocking on the door. I considered both of these guys. Honestly, they probably would have been my six and seven out. Especially mm-hmm. Jokic, it hurt me to leave him out because yeah, he's not having uh, that's the flashiest. Your pick too. I know, I know, and I hope he can you know turn it around. Uh, and well, I mean, he's playing incredible, but I you know I'm 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 hoping he can solidify himself even even more in the conversation here. I mean, the the points don't jump out at you. Only twenty three per game, but still for a centered average, nine assists, 10 boards. And then, you know, he's shooting 60% from the field. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's shooting like, like fucking uh, old DeAndre Jordan would shoot when he would just yeah, dunk. Yeah. Like that's the same percentage, but Jokic is doing all this other crazy shit. He's having to take, you know, tough end of the shot clock fucking shots. He's shooting threes. He's, he's like the, the, actually having people cover him when he's shooting. Exactly. So, you know, that's 60%. <laughs> that's not like a, you know, a fluke, you know, go bear, uh, type stat line or old lumbering mm-hmm. center. It's hey, hard such for, respect. That guy for someone. percent <laughs> from the floor last. The, yeah, last you're, night, right. Buddy. you're uh, right. Hey, uh, he's I, been great. Change, His team's been great change, too. Sorry to change subjects really quickly. Did you see? I saw uh, something about probably really fake. Uh, it was like a list of people who went to Epstein's Island. Rudy <laughs> yeah, Gobert. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> Come on, Rudy. Not <laughs> this hell? now. Not this Not now. Not funny. Uh, okay, but yeah, who do you got number, uh, so, number three, Jordan? My number three. Uh, my, uh, you know, my other favorite, uh, unathletic guy in the league, I, I got Luca and he doesn't have mm-hmm. the team, uh, sort of, you know, success. Yeah, I didn't that, even consider him. <laughs> that a lot of these other guys have, have had, he's unlucky. And we're going to talk about this, you know, the, the, the Mavericks have, you know, they've been okay. They're just a game under 500 now after losing a couple bad ones, uh, you know, one to the Raptors a couple days ago. And then I forget who they lost to more recently, but uh, uh, like they they they're they're still in the hunt. They're down there in the standings now because it's so fucking packed and tight. I think they're 11th, but they're only a few games, you know, out of being solidly in in that playoff contention. Um, and and so yeah, they, 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 you know, the the team overall has left a lot to be desired. But if you look at Luca's play just individually he he's leading the league in points per game at 33 a game that's that's saying something because another thing we're going to get to there's a hell of a lot of good scoring going on right now in the league nine boards eight and a half assists uh you know classic luca stuff um also shooting over 50 percent from the field which is you know impressive yeah. for a I guy mean, who has I the mean, ball he's, that much. he's one of the best talents in the league for sure yes. i mean it's not, when you watch him it's insane like the yeah. I, I i always his passing is always what blows me like out of the water when i'm watching him because it's like yeah if he if everyone could pass like him basketball would just be so much easier like the nba would be basic uh, <laughs> but like he makes these passes that are so hard to do and like even anticipate them uh yeah like he makes them so casually and so routinely that like i'm looking at them like okay yeah that was like the right move but then like i'll <laughs> see someone else try to make the same pass and it's going all the way to like the fourth stance hitting a guy with a hot dog uh it's, it's insane 
So, uh, yeah, I, I respect Luca as a player, but uh, he doesn't fit my qualifications, doesn't fit my standards, and I'm yeah, not budging. Thought, so uh, you're off my ballot, buddy. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought you might feel that way, Matt. And it's okay. I understand. But uh, I, I just I just couldn't I couldn't leave him off. Uh, he's 11th, been so important to this team. 11th in the West, man. I know. I know. Uh, but uh, and, and, and the reason I also gave him the nod here, too, is, like, they've been struggling without Brunson. Like, they are still, like, look like a team that's, like, not really... They don't have the same identity they had last year. They're just still yeah. trying to kind of figure things out. You know, they're work, trying to figure out when and how long to play Christian Wood. Spencer Dinwiddie's been up and down. Uh, and so, you know, I think without, you know, it goes without saying, without Luka, this team would be absolutely crap. Uh, so, you know, and, and you couldn't have actually necessarily said that last year. We saw that they could put it together with Brunson at the helm without him. Yeah. But now I think they really, really need him. And they need to figure things out here, whether that's trading for someone else or, you know, uh, getting their legs under them whatever it is they, they haven't looked great but but luca's been the one to, to keep him afloat so the, he's my three uh what uh you gave your three matt so what, who's your number two matt you you go next yeah okay we're, we're, so uh my my number two and again I've, i'm very back and forth between my one and my two they're my clear-cut race right now the two-man race for the mvp uh but i'm gonna stick with what i have written down uh number two I got Giannis Antetokounmpo for the Bucks. Oh. Uh, I think that again, he he could be the the number one pick. Like I think if people uh, you know see him as the MVP right now, you would definitely not be wrong. Uh, best player in the world uh, right now, no doubt. Um, but yeah, well, you and, keep and again, going, Matt. Matt, you keep going, but he's my number one. Uh, just he's so your number we'll one. Get, yeah. We'll get him out he, of the he, way again, now. He's 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 a beast. There's nothing you yeah. can, uh, else you can really even say. Like I mean, he's uh, he gets any shot that he wants, which is really just you know barreling through the paint and uh, you know dunking or getting some kind of little floater or whatever. But uh, yeah, one probably the front runner for uh, or at least in the in the top three for defensive player of the year yep. as well again. Yep. Uh, so I mean, I mean, yeah. We, I said it before, we've talked about it on the podcast, but again, like it's very possible Giannis you know, walks away with third MVP this season and you know maybe a, yeah. a second DPOI and we're looking at like a guy, who knows, maybe they win the championship and this is like the next like guy who's rivaling uh, LeBron and Jordan because it's, it's it actually is crazy, the, 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 the career he's carved out for himself and he's only like 27. So yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it, it, he, he's the one to watch, that's for sure. Uh, so I... I I would even maybe even think about bumping him to number one just so I could see someone else kind of emerge into that GOAT conversation. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Giannis my number two right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so far, if things hold, he's averaging more points than he's ever averaged. You know, he's over yeah. 30 for the first time ever. Last year, he was 29.9 at the end of the year. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, he, he, he keeps doing this somehow. He keeps getting even better in a lot of different aspects. Mm-hmm. Like, his assists are down slightly. Uh, but I think that's just because he doesn't have as many people to pass to, you know, so far this year. You know, Connaughton's been out. You know, they've, they've, they've missed guys in and out of the lineup, obviously, without Middleton this whole year. And the loss of Middleton is what kind of, at the end of the day, solidified Giannis as number one for me, too. Like, he's doing all this without... Uh, you know, a guy he's relied on so much, you know, uh, they're they're clearly clear cut second best player on the Bucks. Like he's doing so much to carry this team um, and they've got the second best record in the league. Uh, like he, he's he's incredible. You know, every, every, what is there left to say about him, really? I mean, he's, he's, he's three point shootings down, but no one gives a shit. Uh, he's still yeah. going to dominate. Um, and so uh, so we know who your number one is then, Matt. Why don't you go right into it? And then I'll I'll, I'll finish it off with my number two, uh, which yeah, is the last yeah, one standing well. on my, yeah, my bed. To see, I'm interested to see who you have a, a number two, uh, Westbrook. Uh, but yeah, my, yeah, my number actually. one uh, is Jason Tatum uh, from the Boston Celtics. Uh, again, one of the best, 
best teams in the league, uh, if not, you know, the best team in the league, uh, obviously the best team technically record-wise. Uh, and and I, I think you made a good argument, you know, it is a good team. It's kind of similar to Devin Booker, but I think he does kind of demonstrate that he is, like, the dominant force yes. when he's on the yeah, court. Yeah, yeah. Like, Jalen Brown is an amazing player as well. Like, I think that that's the only – like, if, if he was – if it's kind of hard because they, they – Jalen Brown really doesn't like people like to make that argument like oh well is, uh, who's the one who's the best player who's the best player and it's like it's Jason Tatum it's, it's not even obviously close. It's Jason Tatum it used like, to kind of feel close but now it's yeah, there's yeah. no way it's close yeah it's a hundred percent Jason Tatum and and yeah he's he's doing insane things in the court like again another guy who's very very young and just starting to kind of grow into his like his peak final form like he's gonna be uh, yeah. an insane player to watch he can he's do only it at nineteen all three levels. Yeah, he's only 19, uh, and he's getting better on defense uh, every, every single year. Like, he's 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 one of the best two-way players. Uh, he's a great playmaker, good leader, uh, great shooter. Like, there's nothing he did. Like, again, one of my one, one, of, one of the best players in the league, no doubt. Uh, and I think you know, if he's on the best team in the league by the end of the season, I don't think you can't uh, not reward him uh, with the MVP. So, uh, yeah, Jason Tatum, my number one pick for the MVP through the quarterway of the season. It. Love it. Yeah, I already talked about him. Obviously, he was my number four. But uh, I, I, one more thing you reminded me of. Uh, yeah, defensively has maybe been the most impressive shift. You know, everything else has been super impressive as well. But like mm-hmm. I used to, I never thought that I would say. You know, Jason Tatum was probably a better perimeter than Jalen, uh, pr- perimeter defender than Jalen Brown. I always thought Jalen Brown kind of had the edge. I actually think that's flipped now. I think Jason Tatum, yep. with who he can defend, basically one through four. Uh, is is actually a better you know defensive weapon, and that's crazy to have to have seen that um, you know with what he everything he brings to the table offensively to to yeah. lock people down defensively as well. So yeah, he's amazing. Not angry with the pick. My number two guy just behind Giannis, and this guy probably didn't make your cut either. Well, clearly it didn't. He, he's not on your list, Matt. But uh, I actually had to go with Steph because if you look at his numbers, yeah, fair. I mean, yeah, they're he's, insane. He's, yeah. Like the team's been crap, obviously, but I really like I I tried I I really tried to sort of look at him and say, you know, get you you should have gotten your team more wins, you should have done more, but I really think he's been doing he's everything doing, he can. Oh yeah, yeah, he's 30, definitely doing all he can. Over thirty points per game, seven seven rebounds and six uh, uh seven rebounds and seven assists. Like he's he's up there. Like you know, that's that's only a few other uh, you know you know, a, a few in each of those categories under like the, the guys we think of as like the triple double machines, like fucking yeah. Jokic and Luca and all these other guys we're talking about. Like, uh, and then, you know, the, the shooting is just like out of this fucking world. Like again, shooting over 50% when you're Steph and you take the amount of tough shots, the tough threes that he takes is insane. He's shooting 52%. Yeah, yeah. And then from three, 44%, which I'm looking at it, it isn't even a career high for him, you know, which is uh, again a create the craziest thing I've ever heard. You know, the amount of fucking threes he takes, he takes, uh, you know, just under twelve per game, uh, and to shoot forty four percent is absolutely insane. Sixty percent on twos, like the guy's just having, you know, the, the Warriors right now they need to get their shit together because they are wasting uh, one of the best Steph seasons we have ever seen. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, you know, people are comparing this to his uh, his unanimous MVP season. Yeah, without uh, but, the wins. Yeah, very, very different. Yeah, very different teams. Uh, but yeah, so who, who do you guys think is uh, your MVP right now? Get out of that Let big know. ball talk. Uh, you know, is it Tatum? Is it Giannis? Is it Steph? Or is it Luca? Who knows? There's is a it lot Pascal? Of guys out there. We got, is it we Pascal? Got, hey, we got if Raptors he never got up. hurt, man, he'd be he in was that in top there. five. He'd he looked amazing there. last night. He looked great last night. Uh, 
Uh, Came back. But yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this shakes out. Uh, maybe we'll catch up at the halfway point of the season when the Eastern uh, Conference finalists, uh, Indiana Pacers, are uh, ready to That's put right. their uh, uh, Miles Turner MVP uh, hat in the race. <laughs> um, but Jordan, uh, up next, uh, you know, what do we got, man? I'm, uh, yeah. I'm excited. What else do you have planned for me in this nice? Uh, it's kind of like a what would you call this? Like a like a surprise date or something? Uh, yeah, this is a blind date. Like, like, this uh, must be fun for you. Yeah, it's a fantastic Matt day. Uh, yeah. You know, you're just going to treat me nice, man. I'm so excited. I'm giddy. No, but, okay, so, speed, you know, we're, again, quarterway mark, We things have, you know, teams have shown their their hands a little bit, shown who they are. But, you know, looking at the West, uh, it's jumbled as hell right now. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm wondering, Matt, what do you think about this? Is this the most wide open we've seen the West possibly ever? And then I, I want to get into, you know, a little bit of contenders and pretenders out there because there's a lot of teams doing well. There's a lot of teams, you know, within a game or two games of each other. Uh, and mm-hmm. I want to know who you think is the real deal. So, so yeah, what do you think about that? Matt? Do you think this is the most wide open the West has ever been? Because I'm kind of, I, I, I don't remember a time where it's been more, uh, you know, I, I've sort of considered more teams than this being able to make it out of the West. It, it's crazy. I can name like eight. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing, yeah. So I'll, I'll say this. Is it the most wide open? For sure. Uh, there, There's tons of teams that I could see, you know, going on a run, getting hot, and, uh, you know, making a, a, a good push for the NBA Finals. But at the same time, I think the reason why it's so open is because the West actually kind of fucking sucks. I know. Uh, like, that's my... I that's agree kind with of that. my that's my gripe is it's like it's almost not like it's open because all these teams aren't very good so i i I, 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 there's probably only like two like i would honestly say uh if i'm looking up and down the rosters right now uh you know how things have been going uh the suns and the nuggets who you know uh, of course are sitting one and two right now uh and like you know i I, I would even give like the warriors and the mavs you know some love uh, if they could get their shit together but right now they're again they look kind of bad yeah. uh but yeah. uh, right now the suns and the nuggets are the only two safe teams that i can be like you know what they deserve to go to the conference finals in the west like these two teams are, are are solid the rest of them yeah i could see them catch fire but it's like the fucking pelicans i they're so inexperienced i don't think that they are legit like you can't give them any kind of title aspirations yet uh the clippers are just a bunch of uh brittle bone boys uh over there i think i'm Anthony <laughs> davis might have to pass that moniker maybe it's something to go what's going on in uh, the crypto.com arena something something up there uh even even the grizzlies i still think they're a piece away maybe when jaron jackson jr comes back that'll help change my mind trailblazers i've already said i, uh, I I'm, I'm not a big fan of the kings go fuck yourself uh you know then and the jazz the jazz are falling off they're falling from grace what the fuck happened uh utah yeah Jazz, come on you're number one uh and then the timberwolves don't get me started so i there's like that the, the top 10 of the west is just so mediocre so it's yeah i, I think it's gonna be yeah. fun because you know we could see a fucking like a play-in team go if they if things stay the same somehow like and people are just going up and down the standings everything's razor thin uh you know it's all very close uh like we could see uh like a, a team come in as a nine seed make through the play in like uh the pelicans did last year but actually upset the one seed that gets it i i genuinely believe it's possible only a four and a half game difference from the 10 seed to the one seed right now so it's completely yeah. wide open yeah yeah i mean and, and you don't see it very often too like it, it again if things hold if utah keeps trying to win and if okc keeps trying to win which it kind of seems like both of those teams are are you know they're not in full tank mode. Like they they've been winning games. Uh, you know that mm-hmm. goes goes without saying for Utah and, and and OKC. Yeah, they're eight and thirteen, but you know they they've been trying. They, they, SGA is still out there on the floor. So there's really San Antonio and Houston are the only two teams that 
are quote unquote not trying to win games, but even they have been somewhat frisky. So, you know, yeah. it's been, you know, every night you're coming up against a team. But, you know, I agree that I don't think the talent in the West uh, is, is you know, like the, the top three team, you know, Boston, Milwaukee and Cleveland, the top three in the, the, the East right now, I think are better than probably anybody in the West as constructed right now. Like with 100%. all the injuries and people missing and, you know, people feeling things out, which is a which is a huge shift. It used to be different. It used to be the complete opposite. The, you know, the 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 East used to be like LeBron uh, and yeah. then a bunch of mid-ass teams. Um, and, and yeah, in, in, in the West, you know, it's uh, same thing. But now LeBron's uh, below all those mid-ass uh, teams yeah. uh, out there in yeah. the West. But, you know, it, it's crazy because, you know, look, looking at Dallas, they were just in the thick of things, kind of like I said. They, they've dropped down to 11th. There are only two games in the win column ahead of the Lakers. The Lakers, yeah. who we've been talking about. Like, I, it, it, I I can truly see it going either way. And, you know, if you are the Lakers, like, even more reason to to sort of say what I've, or sort of do what we've been saying. Make any move. If you can move Westbrook anywhere, get a little bit of an upgrade. You get some, you know, luck. Anthony Davis can stay on the floor. LeBron's, you know, can, can you know, stay healthy and do some things. Like, I, I'm kind of warming to the idea that the Lakers might actually be able to do something this year with again how wide open and and straight up you know bad the rest of this conference has been so yeah um but but that being said matt let's get into it then let's put your money where your mouth is contenders or pretenders let's just go. I, i've got a bunch let's just go down the list so right. actually let's check off you know phoenix and denver you you said you, those are contenders for you yeah i would those agree are with the that two clear clear-cut contenders i think in the west uh, okay me. okay this is the first tough one i think memphis <sighs> so again the, a team that i think has you know Good, like I, I, I would, I, I would give them like a three quarters of a contender uh, yeah. stamp, but then I would leave the corner off on purpose. I <laughs> uh, wouldn't, wouldn't put my stamp all the way down. I'm not sure how I would do that. Like maybe like bend onto it. I'm not sure. Um, but I, I still think they're missing one piece, one thing. Uh, yeah. And I think that like you know when Jaron Jackson Jr. comes back, like I was mentioning, that will be a huge, uh, a huge difference uh, maker for this team because I don't know they, they, when you watch them, they're very exciting. But you wouldn't see like, oh yeah, this is twelve and eighteen. Like you would yeah. think this is like you know, I don't know, like the like a, 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 a eight and fourteen team. Yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. They just yeah. play kind of recklessly. Like I don't think they're yeah. built for the playoffs. Uh, yeah. You know, I think their defense really needs to step up still as well. Uh, so personally, yeah, I, I, the Grizzlies, I, I would say can be contenders, but it, it's gonna you know uh, kind of predicate on uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. coming back because without him, uh, that that interior front's not gonna be able to hold. And you know, John Morant again. That guy takes a lot of lot of falls, man, and he, I know. he hurts himself pretty good. So I, yeah. you know, I'm always going to be weary of that as well, you know, because if he's not healthy, then that team's. Uh, I mean, well, historically they've done well, but they're not going to do well in the playoffs with a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tough one for me too. I would. I'm also on the fence. I would lean contender, uh, just because of yeah how amazing Jaw was uh, and and has been, and and they actually did on the whole impress me in the playoffs last year. I didn't have that much. I didn't have high hopes for them because I thought they were mm-hmm. too young and too inexperienced. And it ended up that that was true, but they actually, you know, showed fight. And, you know, when they're all on the court, uh, you know, the, the, the way they can sort of, you know, band together, you clearly, you know, they, they, we, we talked about it all last year. They fucking love playing with each other, but mm-hmm. you know, all, all that, all that, you know, warm and fuzzy stuff that it, it, they could really use, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> Kevin Durant, uh, you know, someone who can get their own shot, oh, yeah. someone who can do, you know, you can, you can hand the ball to when things are falling apart, uh, because jaw kind of struggled with that in, in that role last year. 
Um, they could and, get KD, they'd be my fucking. They'd be oh, my they'd be, <laughs> they'd be great. Uh, and you know, yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. is such a big part of you know getting him back. Their defensive ratings 18th right now. Uh, they, they've mm-hmm. got up up that if they they truly want to be a contender. Um, okay, uh, another kind of tough one. Although I don't think you're gonna find this that tough. Uh, the Clippers. I mean, contenders. So here's the thing. I would like to actually say contender. But I'm not going to because I'm actually, I am I've completely flipped my script on Kawhi. Fuck Kawhi. I don't <laughs> Kawhi. like him anymore. Yeah, like, me the neither. Kawhi, the Kawhi that was in Toronto for one season uh, doesn't exist in my timeline. Yeah. Kyle Lowry yeah. did everything. Yeah. Uh, there we and go. Danny Green, of course. Yes. Um, uh, and I think Jeremy Lin had like a crazy buzzer beater against Philly. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, I don't know. He's just. This team should on paper should be good, and then you got fucking Zubaz looking like a I, I, I don't know like a prime Kareem Abdul Jabbar or something. Oh, like, a majestic beast. I'm I'm I want I want to like this Clippers team. I really do, but I just don't I just don't see Kawhi actually staying healthy. I don't know if this is at this point like actually real. This whole time I've kind of thought he was faking it, but if he seriously <laughs> can't play, like uh, if he, like I thought it was just caution, but if he seriously can't play like the, like two games in a row without getting hurt. Then they got no chance because, and then Paul George is out now too. You know he's been dealing with different health issues throughout the last couple seasons as well. Not really someone who's known as a uh, a guy who's like an Iron Man that can stay healthy throughout the season. So, uh, yeah, I would uh, I, I would say pretender because I just don't think that they've got the the bones to to get to the finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Uh, okay, here, Matt. Two more. The uh, defending, uh, you know, uh, Western Conference finalist. Uh, the mm-hmm. Dallas Mavericks, contender or pretender? If they can get their offense together, then contender. I think that, that would be great. Right now, Lucas passing to a bunch of fucking scrubs that can't hit a goddamn shot. You watch this team. <laughs> they are horrible. True. You would think that this team would be amazing on offense. They're not. They're a poor offensive yeah. team. Like They don't score no, points been, very yeah. well. They are they, Outside of Luka, this team is not performing well. Christian Wood had that crazy start to the season, and that's it. Like He's been kind of lackluster. Uh, you know... They went too far, I think, in building around a team that works around Luka and then inversely ended up just building kind of a shitty team with just Luka on it. So uh, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna go pretender with them. They've uh, they, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot here. Yeah, I, I, I would I, I agree. I, I would go con, uh, pretender as well, but they, there's room for them to, to change it. Like, you know, if, if everyone got yeah. hot, but more specifically, I, I, I do think there's a trade to be, to be made <clears throat> and people to. talking about People talking about, you know, oh, just, you know, hold for one more year. And I'm like, don't don't do this. We talk about windows all the time. If, if there's if there's a trade you can make, you know, a little upgrade, you know, you, the, the 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 KP trade worked out great. You know, you got to the Western Conference Finals last year. You know, don't be scared yeah. off of, uh, you know, trading things, moving things around, trying things out with Luca because he can make things work. You know, if it's a good fit, he'll make it work right away. Um, and yeah, I, I don't think this can be I, I don't think this is a wise move to. To just kind of hold things out if there's moves on the table, uh, but yeah. pretender for now for sure. Uh, and last one, Matt, the 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 undisputed champions of the world, uh, mm-hmm. the Golden State Warriors. Uh, you do you think they can be contenders again this year? Where do they fall? I honestly think they can. I I, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to think that they can. But again, if Steph is going to probably keep playing as well as he does, I just feel like eventually the rest of these guys are going to get over this championship hangover and yeah. they're going to start playing well. 
Uh, like Wiggins has just been meh, uh, which really bums me out. Uh, you know, I, I think we've literally talked about him like once since the season started. That's ridiculous. Uh, last season, I feel like we were talking about him every single podcast. All, all the time. We need to get you in there. Uh, and, but yeah, so I want, I want to see Wiggins step it up. Clay is, you know, back and forth. You know, he's had a couple nice games, uh, you know, this season, but again, not, not nearly as consistent as they need to be. Uh, I, I, and again, Jordan Poole, man, you're getting, you got that fucking huge bag, man. You're averaging like 12 points a game, 14 points a game. Like that can't, you can't cut that, man. No. Uh, you gotta, you gotta do a little bit more out there for this team. But uh, again, you, you were talking about moves. This is a team primed and ready. They have to make a move. It doesn't have to be. Uh, you know, I'm not even saying you have to get rid of Draymond or Clay, but yeah, you probably yeah. would be better off if you did make some kind of a move like that. <laughs> Both because, of them you know, out. Uh, it, they just got to do something right now because this team's not going to. It's just not going to work, and I think that honestly, at the end of the day, it's all transpired downwards since uh, the Draymond punch. So, uh, yeah. it, which is crazy because again, I kind of thought it was funny. I didn't think it would be that big of a deal, but obviously, <laughs> that really fucked these guys up. They're they're kind of they're getting the the PTSD. They're getting the war flashback. So, uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say contender because I think they have the potential to get there. Um, but they they got to do a little bit of uh, uh, tinkering on that roster first, uh, or else there's no chance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There, I I think. Uh you know, a hundred percent. Something's got to change. They've got to expect, they got to hope these guys can come along and fucking, you know, cross that barrier sort of, you know, out of nowhere. Because again, they've tried, Steve Kerr's been trying to play these guys, different lineups, the young guys, but as soon as they take anyone out of that starting lineup and, and, and try and do a different sort of perforation or whatever, it's just been, been awful. And the young guys have been, some of them have been been unplayable. Like, again, I, I keep talking about Kaminga. Where's the come bucket? He's, he's not being played by Steve Kerr. It's been a disaster. Uh, and, and don't get me started on Wiseman. You know, all these guys we've talked about before. Um, Moses Moody. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, looking more like, uh, Moses Moody this year. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but, but at the same time, again, we just talked about how shit the West is, how wide open it is. Is there a starting five I trust more in the West than those guys? Probably not. Like they they've yeah. shown it, uh, you know, uh, just last year. You know, they 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 got through everybody. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm not ready to count them out yet. I made that mistake last year. Uh, still got to qualify as as contenders in my book. Um, mm-hmm. But Matt, moving on here, we're I I I, I was looking at, uh, you know, I've heard people talk about it, and I was looking at the stats just overall in the league, the amount of players averaging, you know, if you round up over 25 points per game when i looked at it last night it was 20 and i swear when we start when we were in high school when we used to watch it like 25 if, if you were like 25 points something you were in like the top five you know you'd go to nba.com oh, yeah, yeah. you look at these guys there'd maybe be five or six it has changed again if you round up you know Kyrie's at 18th 24.5 but if you round up that's 25 18 players uh in the league uh, you know, averaging again more, more twenty-five or more points per game. What do you make of that, Matt? What's going on here? What's with all the scoring this year? Ah, uh, I mean, hey, uh, scoring is is good for business. That's that's my that's yeah. my first thing I'll always yeah, say. Scoring is, is uh, the, the 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 NBA is in the points for business, baby. Uh, it's yeah. like I say with people if you ever listen to me, great about the NFL. It's all about the points. They don't respect defense anymore. <laughs> Nobody respects defense uh, because you got all these casuals that uh, don't understand how to watch a game that isn't just oh fucking I want to see the points go up. Come on, go <laughs> on. Uh, yeah, great. Um, but yeah, it's it's I I don't I I honestly am. Feeling like I'm regressing, like I'm going. I've I've completely flipped. Like you know, I'm we're all, I'm we're only in our mid twenties, I guess. Holy fuck! That's Don't give that weird. away, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, now they do, now everybody knows. Uh, but it's it's 
the more the older I get, the more I kind of actually am finding myself becoming the old head. Uh, yeah. And even like way past my time, though, like I'm looking at like even like the <laughs> 90s and early 2000s and I'm like, they just played differently. It's a different style of basketball. It has they nothing did. to do. I, I don't think it really has too much to do with talent. Like I used I, I still do believe, obviously, uh, over time, you know, like if you compare the fucking 70s to now, then, yeah, these yeah. guys are way more talented. Uh, but like I don't think it's still astronomically different. It's just different games. Uh, you know, the, the three ball is so important uh, in today's NBA and, you know, a three is worth more than two. That's a free math lesson for all you bozos out there. Uh, I mean, if you're taking more threes just by the numbers, you're going to have more points and you're going to have more of this. Like, again, as you said, like, even though whatever it was eight years ago, nine years ago, uh, yeah, the, there was only a couple guys averaging 25 because not many people were probably taking more than four or five threes. It was really until that Steph Curry uh, explosion 2014, 2015 that, uh, you know, people were kind of like, oh, it's kind of cool to stroke it from deep. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I think right now it's uh, we're just kind of seeing that the fruits of Steph's labors have changed in the game. And now yeah. it's uh, – there's going to be a lot of guys that because if you look up I, again, if you I, I don't have I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, that top uh, top eighteen that you're referencing there, I guarantee a lot of those are uh, are are guards shooting yep. threes, ample threes. Uh, that's yep. that's kind of the 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 big thing there. That's why again people say, oh, the big man's dead. The big man's not dead. The big man just doesn't shoot threes, so he doesn't get the love. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of good big men out there. It's just you know not getting utilized the way that they possibly could be. Uh, Jalil Okafor, I'm telling you, you could have been a superstar. Uh, but yeah, I'm a, I, I think it's more of the system. Uh, I think it's more of just the, the culture of basketball now than actually, you know, skill level or anything. That's my two cents on it, at least. What, what, what are you thinking, man? Is, uh, you, you, yeah. what, maybe maybe uh, Mercury and retrograde or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, I, I, I definitely am becoming an old head as well. I mean, you said it, uh, you know, talking about the threes. You know, everyone on this list, again, I'm looking at the top 18. Uh, Joel Embiid shooting around four threes per game that's which is kinda, crazy for a you know again yeah and then you know the the lowest uh, anthony davis and demar Derozan. anthony's shooting around one and demar one and a half uh technically yeah. 1.6 uh you know and and again those are guys who just that's not part of their game but everyone else yeah steph like i said when we're, when we're talking about him 12 threes per game uh dame 10 threes per game you got other guys you know desmond bain when he was playing and Kyrie, eight and a half per game uh luca you know almost eight a game like Tatum shooting, uh, if you round up, you know, 9.5, he's shooting 10 per game. Like, that, that it's, it's insane. It's insane just yeah. the amount of shots these guys are able to get up. Um, and, and you know, it, it's it's not... It, uh, the thing is, like, as a consumer, so far, I'm cool with it. Even though I, I sure, kind of yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, nostalgic to the old ways, you know, looking back at, you know... yeah, I, I even watch old 80s games, and even though they're all just kind of standing around, like, two feet away from each other, dribbling, I'm like, you could steal the ball if you just reached your hand in... You know, and Magic, you know, does a little fucking, you know, uh, baby hook. Uh, you know, even watching those, I'm like, you know, th- this was fun too. I I, I loved watching, uh, you know, I, I love watching game tape, you know, back then and through the 90s, you know, through the Jordan years and everything. But like, I, I, I think this is entertaining basketball, unlike, you know, kind mm-hmm. of some down years in the early 2000s when it was, you know, a lot of bully ball and a lot of, you know, 80 to, you know, 79 games. Uh, and, yeah. and so... I'm I'm okay with it, but it's kind of pushing on the edge. You know, sometimes when you watch someone like I don't know, you know, like Trey Young, you know, battle, you know, another fucking trigger happy guard, and there's no defense being played. It's kind of like, you know, at some point here we need to reel this back in. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the rules can use slight tweaking so that 
Like I, I, I don't think you can these only, guys. You can only take a certain amount of threes per game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, three, after that, the it threes are two. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but I, I just mean, you know, I think guys, you know, and I think Trey Young is a perfect example, a skinny guy who can kind of do whatever he wants. Like, I, I think we need to, you know, not bring back hand checking, but let defenders, you know, put their imprint in the game oh, a little bit more. 100%. You know, it's, it, it, you know, it's it's just like, you know, just like, you know, quarterbacks getting protected, you know, in, in, in the NFL. Like these, these guys are just uh, they can do almost whatever they want. They can get to almost any spot they want on the court. And again, while it's entertaining, while I like seeing the ball go through the hoop. Um, I, I do think, you know, the fact, you, you, again, I said the 18, seven players are averaging 30 or more. Like, it's just insane. Uh, and and yeah. I, I don't think if if you really gave, you know, the the amazing defenders, you know, the athletes that we have in the league, uh, you know, now, you know, if, if, if they had sort of more free reign to do what they do best and stop people from scoring, uh, you know, if they, if, they, if they weren't sort of penalized for, for you know being aggressive and you know mm-hmm. uh, you know all, all the stuff that we see defenders penalized for, I think uh, the game would have more nuance. It would be more. It would be better. And and then you know the the real cream of the crop scores would rise to the top. Uh, and, sure. and, yeah. and and you know you you you'd see it that way. So yeah, I'd say reel it in a little bit. But you're you're doing okay, NBA so far for me as a fan. It, it's not the the end of the world. Yeah, I think that's a good point. The the yeah the defense doesn't they, they aren't allowed to do any, anything anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's seriously just you know uh, you go out there if you barely touch a guy it's a blocking foul. Yeah. Uh, it's and it's kind of annoying to watch. Like for me, that actually affects the product on the court inversely. Like I'm probably the like the minority in that case. Like I'm sure yeah. more people would like to see that. And then you get the free throws and then at the end of the game, oh look, it's this uh, this great. It's like it's a it's like James Harden, Joel Embiid. Those guys, uh, you know, average 30-point 30 30 point performances. And it's like, and then you find out that 18 points for them came from the free throw line. I know. Who gives a shit then? Uh, so that, that, that's, that's what I mean. Like, if you went back, uh, if you go back like 10 years, 15 years ago, 20, 20 years ago, these guys aren't getting nearly as many free throws. you got to yeah. earn your shots. And sometimes the refs will let them play. Like, it's just really random. Like, obviously, yeah. like star, I think star calls are kind of like an epidemic at this point. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I think that the NBA really needs to kind of look at what they're doing and, like, because they're not protecting the players, they're just trying to find sneaky ways to up their score. So yeah. uh, I, I don't know. I, I think that people need to fucking calm down and not worry about how high scoring the game is. Just focus on the actual buckets that they're getting. Focus on real baskets. Uh, but I, I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. It seems like yeah. it's uh, just gonna be uh, a bunch of guys shooting threes and flopping. Uh, yeah. So yeah, not not really looking forward to where the where the game goes. Maybe we'll maybe we'll turn this into a Eurobasket podcast like five <laughs> years from now. Whatever makes money though, Matt. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're getting a share of the NBA revenue uh, as oh, everyone yeah, knows. So we'll we'll keep it going. Okay, Matt. Uh, I've I've got you know for the first time, and I teased it. I'm excited about this. Trivia is back, bitch. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna work, you're you're, go, you're about to go through the ringer here, Matt, because I've got you uh, you know some some tough quest, tough questions here, but they're all. Uh, they're all sort of related to what we just talked about. They're all scoring related, okay? Interesting. And, and okay. I'll tell you what I mean here. I was going to actually, so I'll, I'll give you two sort of questions for this. Uh, I, I wanted to test your sort of historical knowledge of uh, you know certain teams, and we'll start. I want to start out with maybe the most storied team of all in the NBA, the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Can you give me, in, in you know, in order in your your your, your best guess, uh, the all-time points leader? Uh, points leaders, I should say, for, for the Boston Celtics. I'll let you guess. Let's just go top three. Who do you think top three all time for the Boston Celtics? Top three. K- 
Okay, well, and, and I actually feel like this is wrong. I feel like this is a very obvious guy to throw in here. Uh, but I, for some reason, feel like I've seen that he's not even somehow in it. But Larry Bird, is he in that top three? Uh, yes, he's in the top three. Okay, cool. So it's one. Uh, <laughs> give me the truth, Paul Pierce. He's in the top. He's in the top three. Yep. Okay, and then I'm gonna go. You know, maybe it's Isaiah Thomas. I don't know. Uh, no, it's uh, a. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Who could it be? I'm gonna go. Because I, th- I know this guy had a lot of crazy, uh, crazy seasons where he was, you know, putting up pretty great, like good, good amount of points. Uh, oh, actually, ooh, yeah, because the Celtics in, yeah, a lot of history there. I'm actually, yeah, I'm gonna go with someone he he passed a few years ago. Uh, you know, he stole the ball one time. It was a big deal. I'm going uh, with with Havlicek. Wow, you got all three, Matt. Well Dang. done. Well I've done. My but for, man. for 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 bonus points, what's the order? Uh, I'm gonna go Havlicek one. Uh, I'm gonna go Pierce two, Bird three. Are you looking at the fucking? Are you looking I at the swear, website right I now, swear, you man, asshole? This is just me. Okay, fine. Me, Last one. Uh, who's number four for, for you know, two seconds? Who's number four for uh, Dave you know, bonus points? Now Robert Parrish, uh, idiot. All right. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, sticking, games. <laughs> sticking with the Celtics. Sticking with the Celtics. Then uh, this one is fun because I I have never really considered. Uh, I don't see a lot of people asking these type of questions, but. Um, who are the points per game leaders for the Celtics all time? Mm, so that can be, you know, you can be there for as long or as short as you want. Uh, but, you know, points per game in a Celtics uniform. Uh, again, this one's more fun. So uh, give me, try and give me the top five. Give me your top five okay. guesses. Well, I'm actually for real this time. Isaiah Thomas. I he's think in he's going to be in there. Yep. Um, I feel like Jason Tatum might be in there. He is in there. Yeah. Uh, Number five. He sneaks in. And I, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not super confident about, you know, because those later years, I'm not sure. I, I'm going to go Larry Bird. I'm going to throw him in there. Not, not He's the in there. Career. Didn't have, like, the crazy unwind. Um, uh, three for three. I'm, 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 uh, no, I, I, I want to put Pierce in there, but he was never, I, I'm going to throw Pierce's name in there, too. Fuck it. I don't care. Four for four. One more, Matt. You're doing great. Now, do I wanna do I wanna throw this guy in here? Cause it, no, uh, no, nah, cause I don't. It wasn't really his. It wasn't really his score. But just, but it's just points per game. Cause the, the per game part makes me. You know, I have to really think about just their resume with that team. I'm kind of. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little tough here. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Ray Allen. Close. Uh, oh, actually, I don't know how close that is. He's not in the top ten. Uh, somehow, All I'm kind of right, surprised so not, yeah, by that. Not close. I thought but, maybe uh, he would squeeze in there. He had a couple. He had some pretty big games for them, so I thought maybe he would get in there, like 23 points per game yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's he, he. Yeah, I don't know if it was yeah sort of the later years that kind of knocked off his uh, yeah um, his average here. But yeah, he's not in the top ten. But Matt, you're gonna kick yourself. Uh, who the, the third? No, 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 Matt. Come on, Kyrie, baby. 24.1. Kyrie, the amazing Boston Celtic Kyrie Irving. I always kind of forget that he was even there, man. That was such a train wreck. Like, uh, yeah, that was, that was bad. Yeah, uh, so... He, I, he looked cool in that jersey for uh, hey, a couple couple seasons, I guess. That was, that was a really good smudging session, you know, when he went around mm-hmm. uh, with the Sage. Uh, really, really... That was probably his top highlight from Boston, I would say. Again, uh, for everybody who also... Yeah, when you look back, oh, Kyrie, uh, he, media is... Uh, they don't get him. Uh, but all this shit that he said and done over the past couple of years, 
Again, just remember when they played on the parquet floor, the fake parquet floor in Milwaukee, they were uh, he was concerned about his knees and ankles because the floor wasn't uh, <laughs> he thought it was the real floor from uh, like the 1960s. So, uh, oh, Kyrie. Uh, yeah, just, just remember that when you think this guy is uh, some kind of visionary, he's uh, also kind of a dumbass. Yeah, yeah. The, the earth is flat also. Uh, but too, yeah, yeah. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, Larry Bird, Kyrie Irving, Paul Pierce, Jason Tatum in that order. Uh, you know, good for Isaiah Thomas. Still holding a Celtics record. He's he really was a beast, man. Thir- He was. 20, 29 points per game. I'm pretty sure that one season. Insane. Uh, yeah. No, he fucking killed it. Um, all right, Matt. And I told you, I, I, I promised we'd be talking about uh, the, the Pacers. Uh, so I've got the same, same round of questions. Top three all-time uh, Pacers points. This one's going to be less, uh, yeah, less about... Yeah, that harder. Player pool to uh, to pick from, uh, but yeah. uh, give me well, your top three. First one, easy. Reggie Miller has to be in there. Yes, I number would think, one. Yeah. After Reggie Miller, it could be a lot of guys, man. There's not, there hasn't been uh, too many, uh, you know, big ballers that have gone through uh, Indiana. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with Paul George. See if he's in there in that top three. No, nope, nope. he's not in there. Yeah, I thought maybe not too long. Oh, yeah, because there's all these guys who kind of played in that. Like, they, like their peak really was the kind of the 90s. Uh, and they had a couple of those runs in the early 2000s. Like, pretty much just Reggie Miller uh, ever ever since before and after the, the that, that Paul, Paul George's. Yeah. Maybe Ron Artest. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Rick Smith, maybe. Uh, man, yeah, that's tough. The, yeah, the Pacers really just haven't had too many big scores come through there. And I've only got the one pick left, too. Um Oh yeah, that's gonna. This could burn me. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm. I, I, I'm gonna go. Roy Hibbert. Here we go, Matt. <laughs> right, All Star. Roy Hibbert. Roy he Hibbert. probably put up a lot of points. It. No, not Roy Hibbert. I mean, I wouldn't have got this. Although you said his name, the Flying Dutchman, Rick Smiths, number two. Wait, is it actually Rick Smith? That's yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. I thought twelve thousand points. It's crazy. Yeah, and he's then, not really that good, but. <laughs> And then at number ten, I don't know when the fuck this was, but Billy Knight uh, is—is he not the guy who coached? Uh, let me see who Billy Knight is. Oh no, he's a different guy. Billy Knight. When did he play? Do, 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 do. Played in the seventies and eighties. Uh, yeah, uh, wait, I thought he was on. the he's Indiana coach. Uh, no, he's—he's—he he's, was third. He's third all time. Okay, okay, all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's gotcha. the third. And I've never really heard of Billy Knight, but he was a uh, three-time Give All-Star. Him his flowers. Played in the seventies. Uh, all t- all, three time, three in a row. Seventies. 75, 76, 77. Those were great years uh, with Indiana he, uh, and uh, Buffalo. Why, why wasn't, why Shout out Billy Knight. The, why wasn't this guy in the NBA 75? What the fuck? I know. Come on. This is bullshit. Uh, Justice for Billy Knight. <laughs> anyway, Reggie Miller, Rick Smith, and Billy Knight. Who am I thinking of that coached Indiana that threw the chair? Uh, Bobby Knight. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, and so same question, Matt. Uh, points per game now, which will be a little easier. Uh, but is is actually really interesting now that I'm looking at it. Okay. Points per game. Uh, there, actually, yeah, this is, this is kind of very interesting. So I'll give you another, you know, top five, top five. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still go Reggie Miller. No, uh, no. Not in the top five. No. That's insane. Yeah. I guess 18 points per years. game with the, with the, 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 the Pacers, which is kind of crazy. Pacers legend, uh, yeah. only averaging 18. Uh, well, yeah, actually I think of the last couple of years he played in like the early 2000s, he was like, just like just there to start but even starting threes. out he, he he never really was a huge yeah. scorer he was just a clutch player like he was he was yeah he was really good but but yeah 18 per game uh, not in the I'm top five the, I'm, I'm gonna throw this guy in there because i think he actually might be danny granger no he is in no, there okay. he's in their all-time list top 10 all-time but not in their yeah. points per game Interesting. okay uh well then i'm gonna throw paul george in there again two strikes 
Paul George is 10th. Wow. Okay. Three strikes. Who the fuck is playing for the Pacers? Man, this is crazy. I have I okay, Rick Smith. Nope. This is okay, this yeah, one this more. one is hard. One I more in your skunk. Such a boring uh, Ron Artest. <laughs> nope. He's not in the top ten either. Number one, points per game all time for Indiana, Victor Oladipo, twenty point six. Uh, yeah. I actually and I was thinking about him uh, in the top three, but I was like, yeah, too too short of a time there. But yeah, 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 I, yeah. He, he had a he had a good run there. Yeah, uh, and then we've got George McGinnis, Mel Daniels, Chuck Person, and the Prez, yeah, Chuck- Malcolm Brogdon, at number five. In- Interesting. I mean, <laughs> Indiana's yeah, such yeah, a crazy yeah. franchise, man. Yeah. Well, he. Uh, yeah. The points per games are that. That that's tough. But yeah, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. I know. Yeah, the last couple of years he was averaging like twenty points, but again, he only he only played like five six games a season. Yeah, yeah, so I know that 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 definitely helps. But yeah, I also yeah forgot about Chuck Person. He's one of those yeah. guys that when uh you know if you do any kind of basketball trivia or test, you know, his name will come up. It's like what the fuck? This guy had some pretty good numbers. But uh, <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. and you McGinnis got me again, as well. Chucky. I and I, and I got you again, Matt. But you did well. You you killed the Celtics. Pacers, you know, tougher to do well on, but but not bad, Matt. Not bad. Pretty well. Need, uh, really, need, pretty well. need to dive into my central uh, central division history. Yeah, come on, Matt. It's disrespectful. Uh, but uh, that, there's trivia for this week. I think that went well. Matt, you give me, give right, me trivia at some point. I'm ready. I'm ready, yep. uh, you know, for coming from your end. Um, maybe uh, maybe Monday we'll be, uh, we'll be hitting that. Let's go. Um, and and right. last thing I want to hit, Matt, last thing before we wrap up the podcast. The mm. World Cup's going on right now. I don't know if you've heard, uh, nah. but Canada... What do I say? Sucks. You know, that first Belgium game, it really hurts because we could have won that one. Lost to Croatia fair and square, but we got our first ever goal. But it got me thinking, Matt. Yeah, it was because that fucking the coach. Who? Oh, okay, well, no, now I'm going to sound bad. But, okay, well, there's that guy. Is that guy Canadian? I don't know how. The, the, no, so he's the not FIFA Canadian. World, yeah, the FIFA World Cup is fucked. That's stupid as shit. That you, it hey, has he's, to, I want every he's single cool. person. No, and yeah, yeah, who are we going to get to coach? He, he uh, fired who, up Croatia. Steve Nash. No, I know he did. He's available. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, he Steve Nash would hundred percent be a better soccer coach than basketball coach. Um, he wouldn't fucking no he wouldn't, doubt in my say, mind. He, would, he wouldn't say f them and then get this fucked up four to one. Uh, right? I know, uh, I know. I think yeah, I, blame, was... I blame I blame the coach, man. I blame the coach. You know what? Respect to him though for for getting us fired up. Uh, it it we we did score that goal. You know, Alfonso mm-hmm. Davies. What a what a moment that was. But anyway, the whole thing got me thinking, Matt. Could the FIBA World Cup one day be as big as the FIFA World Cup? I'm kidding. That I, I don't think that's uh, in the cards. But but. <laughs> Uh, it is coming up this year, 2023, and I'm sick. I'm sick of Canada bowing out to fucking I don't know Honduras or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before we even make it. You know, no res- no disrespect to Honduras. Remember, Honduras uh, has great players. They, uh, they that's just an example. Dead. I think it was maybe it was I think it was Venezuela or, yes, or Ecuador something or something. Like that. The one year they had a crazy like four threes in a row some fucking nobody probably playing in the la liga league or some shit i don't know like uh but yeah it was it was insane the, the yeah the canadian men's league get it together and and i i just it can this be the year matt uh you know again it's it, it's happening this summer uh i think it's jointly being held in like japan and the philippines uh you know we we've got uh, outside of the u.s in the nba we the canada is the most nba players in the world mm-hmm. uh and and there's no reason why we can't be a, a world-class men's team so Matt, what do you think? Do you think we can do it? Let's say we have everyone. Let's say we have SGA. We have Jamal Murray. We've got, uh, I don't know, fucking, you know, Dwight Powell in there. We've got some of the young guys. You know, maybe Matherin comes and plays. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Wiggy, obviously. Uh, you know, we're, we're kind of, you know, we're, we're struggling with our bigs. Maybe Boucher makes the team. What Kelly do you think? Olenek, Kel- Kelly O, uh, he, he, he can, you know, center us down low. What do you think? Dwight Powell. Do you think, you think if we, you know, 
bring everyone, everyone plays well, we can finally kind of bust into that, you know, upper echelon of international basketball. There's no reason why they like Canada shouldn't be able to. As you said, you know, second most NBA players, you would assume, uh, you know, if you took all those guys, put them on a team, that, you know, they'd be able to at least be decent. Uh, and, and, you know, in the past, they've looked like they could be good and they kind of get frisky. And then it's just like, I don't, I, I don't know. And maybe this is wrong to say. I just don't really think they care. That's that much what I'm annoyed with. Basketball. Like yeah. a lot of these guys also end up like living the majority of their lives in the, like the United States. Yeah. Uh, you know, cause they end up, they, there's only one real like travel prep school in even, uh, you know, I don't know if maybe there is some in the Quebec or something, but as far as I know, there's only one or two, uh, legitimate athletic institutes. Shout uh, out Orangeville, Canada. baby. Yeah. Uh, and in the States, there's uh, a bajillion of them. Yeah. Uh, so all these guys end up going and playing in Texas or New York or <laughs> yeah. Mass. Like they, they're going all over the place. Uh, so they kind of, I think they kind of lose a little bit of Canadiana through uh, along the way. Yeah. So I, I, I think that, you know, if you took them all and they were dedicated, that's one thing. I think that that'd be good. The other part of it is international, you got to be fucking tough. Yep. And none of these guys are tough. All these Canadian <laughs> guys, I've said it, they're soft. All of them are just cookie cutter guys. They're soft, they're polite. They, yeah, well, like, again, they channel some like, uh, Trey like, Lyles, I don't know, like, a, like a like a hockey player, like some kind of like. And I, listen, I don't usually like to give props to to to, to pro hockey players, uh, you know, uh, by any <laughs> means. But uh, you know, they, they, you need to kind of take a little bit of that uh, that energy, a little bit of that ferocity. You know, go go fucking pop somebody a little bit. Like go go you know, ha- have some dignity out there. If you've watched any of the international games Canada's played in the last little while, they fold under pressure. Hey, Thon like, Maker, <laughs> Maker did the flying I, kick that one time, man. Okay, that, that was, was even for that was even for Canada. <laughs> I know. He was playing for like Australia. Or the I philippines know. or something crazy yeah it's yeah <laughs> we whatever. need that yeah. energy well no yeah i would love to see someone throw a fucking uh like a spinning back fist or something Oof. yeah i don't care uh i i that's what that's what the team needs they just need something because yeah that's what usually happens they'll get into the final of the big game the refs aren't you know calling fouls like i said it's harmful internationally nba yep. you're fucking everything else up yeah uh but yeah they're expecting all these ticky tack fouls they don't yep. do that in fiba uh no. you know you really got to earn your buckets and uh they don't they just never seem to grasp that concept that you have to play through the contact uh yeah. so if they want to be men and they want to toughen it up then yeah i think they have a great shot but uh otherwise they're gonna have to literally play perfectly finesse wise and skill wise uh like SGA, you're gonna have to have your 30, 15, and 12, or else, uh, you know, no, no chance in my opinion. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, they should be able to kind of you know start looking like a team that could even like you know be in the top five. Oh yeah, Ch- challenge, challenge anyone. We should like outside of outside of the U.S. Um, yeah, just based on our talent, uh, you know, NBA talent alone, we should be able to challenge you know like Spain and France and and, and mm-hmm. these big guys. You know, that's not gonna be easy. That'll take a while because those guys are you know giants of you know the the FIBA game they're insane and they have much better you know big men and you know they've, they've got a system uh and and have been playing together as a national team for years that's the other thing Canada yeah. has no cohesion yeah. when we play together it's like we never see each other and it's like Jesus I just want you know the Canadian team Canadian players to have some fucking pride like we should be uh one of the best in the world at basketball we are awful uh you know when, when it comes to international competitions so so yeah I, I would love to see it who knows if we will. For now, we've got the, the men's soccer team to cheer on, though, Matt. Still, one more game left, man. One we need to get game, points yeah. on the fucking board. No. We're going to go F Morocco. <laughs> no you heard no it chance, here. man. They uh, they beat Belgium 2-0. Two, two, two uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, the, the Morocco's going through. Uh, yeah, you I, know what? I, I'm I, rooting I, for I, Morocco. I, hopefully hopefully we yeah. can... We can uh, ah, I don't know. I mean, I want to beat Morocco, but if we don't, maybe Belgium's out with us. That'll be fun. 
Uh, who knows what happens in the other game, but uh, well, you know, well, we'll fuck, see. what's his name? De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Uh, he said uh, he said they're too old. He said they have no chance to win the World Cup. So fuck it. They shouldn't even have came, man. They should have yeah. gave Canada a bye. They should have get a win. Free win. 100%. 100%. Uh, it would have changed the whole complexion of uh, this tournament. So thanks, Belgium. But there you go, Matt. This, that's the end of the podcast. How did I do? I was, everyone, uh, you know, we'll do an online mm-hmm. poll. Do I replace Matt as the, the lead on this podcast? Yes or no? I think, I think most so. people are leading yes. I think so. That's you, the live, the live uh, feed. The uh, what do what do they call that in the political world, man? The early, uh, the early ballots. Uh, yes. the, the projections, whatever the, the fuck. polls, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> some fake, some fake stuff. Uh, I think my my Alexa's going off. Hey, oh Alexa. hey Alexa, what's going on? Shut the hell up. She was so excited about me podcasting. Yeah, uh, she I mean, was taking the, over the even, role. Even the technology wants you to to get in there. But yeah, yeah so yeah, big dog ball talk. Uh, uh, tell us, Jordan Flegel, should he be the the man to uh, to lead us through uh, the, the the new year, twenty twenty three, new not? year, new host? Let's see. <laughs> I'm the new hope uh, in the new year as well. Yeah, why not, Matt? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, give me a chance here. All right, well, Jordan, you want to compile this? You want to take us home then, man? Uh, wrap it up. Alex, hit the music. Bang. Oh, shit. And uh, Jordan, I'm gonna go. do you're this? on the spot, man. Lights, okay, camera, action. Uh, yeah, follow us on uh, you know Instagram, uh, Twitter, TikTok, all that stuff. Uh, we it. are on YouTube, technically, Matt. Are we yeah, not? You know, we're going to get these uploading. up. Ah, I haven't it. been uploading. Who's on YouTube these days? You know, we're going to get our act together. We're going to get these on YouTube at some point. Uh, One day. But, uh, you know, appreciate everyone's support. Uh, you know, we're, we're barreling through. Like I said, a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for Big Dog, Big Dog Ball Talk, it's Jordan Flegel and Matt Eichhorn. I've never done this before. And as my good mm-hmm. friend Matt always says, mm-hmm. actually never says, this is the first time. Go ahead, Matt. Follow your dreams, baby. <laughs> whether they're, uh, hey, whether, whether they're literal, whether they're literal, or you're, uh, you know, you're daydreaming. Just, just do it. Whatever you're daydreaming, just do it. Make it manifest it. Manifest destiny. That's what we've learned today. Manifest well, it. Matt, put your money where your mouth is. Like I said, put money on the Pacers going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Follow your dream. Hey, one hundred thousand dollars. No problem. Let's do it. Book it. <laughs>